podcast. I'm your host, as always, Erin Pym, and what I like to do here on my super fun, sexy podcast is bring the super fun and sexy guests into the studio to have more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. So if you've come here from the Sonar Network website, you can see all the other fantastic pods on the pod network, and um, this is a new one on the network. So, well said, Erin. This is the Fuck Girls Podcast, and we have the hosts of the Fuck Girls Podcast, Anna Maria and Jordan. Hi. Hello. Hi, ladies. How are you? Good. Good. Thanks for having us in your adorable house. So nice. Thanks for coming to my adorable house. We had a nice time. I guessed it on your podcast. Yes. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yes, it was also a lot of fun for me, and obviously I wanted to have you guys on too, so we could, you know, try to do a thing where we expose each other's yes breasts, no, yeah. <laughs> expose each other's audiences to yeah. each other, and yeah. that sort of thing. And uh, yeah, what we talk about on yours, we talked a lot about, um, we, actually, we actually did talk a lot about sex, yeah. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, dirty talk. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Dirty talk. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I um, since then I I told my boyfriend that we talked about it, and I was like, so it's gonna be. <laughs> and then I realized that I had no idea what to say. Then I asked him what he would want me to say, and he has no idea what he wanted me to say. <laughs> and we're both like. Okay, well, we'll think about it. <laughs> yeah, and we'll come back to it. Yeah, we'll, we'll go away from it, we'll think, and then come back. We yeah. tested a few things on, and all of it sounded so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. It was a good try. I mean, I love a, f- I love a funny, dirty talk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that is definitely something I do on the regular, mm-hmm. like, to try and make the other person laugh. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's just funny. I think I was doing something where there was like schoolgirl role play or something um and and I was like oh you're so good at that you're so creative you're getting an A plus you know, oh it's art class and, and you're just so creative like that's very dumb she was just like <laughs> I was like haha <laughs> I enjoy it. So why don't you guys tell um, tell my audience what your podcast is all about? Yeah. <laughs> you said that at the same time. It's stereo. Uh, it's based off of uh, a web series that we wrote, yeah. uh, also called The Fuck Girls, and uh, which is about two women who try and apply this fuckboy ideology, mm-hmm. and uh, they're kind of like the least good people to give advice about, you know, sex, love, and life, but they try. (laughs) And it's very much based off of us, (laughs) and like how bad we are at things. (laughs) Definitely, yeah. Yeah. And we bring on people, and then they tell us good dating rules. Yes. And we have bad dating rules. Yeah. (laughs) And we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> but our guest usually does. I guess, yeah. Oh, that's helpful <laughs> yes. for you. Yeah. yeah. We learn a lot from our guests. We do. Yeah. <laughs> so it's basically just you you getting people to teach you stuff, but, like, having a mic there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, that's how oh. you glue things together. <laughs> you use glue. We learned, how, we learned how to make bread one time. Yeah, we did. Oh. With yeast. With yeast, yeah. <laughs> that's the key. That's the key. That's, Don't forget the yeast. That's the rub. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Do you have a uh, favorite episode? Well, we loved your yeah yeah that was awesome yeah I think after that we were like I was like do I say this after every episode we were like I don't know and I was like that was the best episode I don't think I say it after every episode it was a really good episode yeah you should definitely listen to Aaron's episode Mm -hmm. yeah it'll be coming out I don't know when this will be coming up, but it'll get two weeks from whenever this is, or two weeks past whenever. Yeah, that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good timeline for when yeah. this will come out as well. So yeah. yeah, they'll both probably be out, and you can listen to yeah. both. Um, so where did like the impetus behind doing your like the first web series? Uh, well, I started working on this concept like I think maybe six months or so before I like met met Jordan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we knew about each other before that. Yeah. Yeah, because I guessed it on your show, and then I was kind of working on the concept, and then uh, I guessed it on Jordan's show that she used to run called I'm Sorry I'm Late Night, Mm -hmm. which was very fun, and we just had a really good time, and I was like, do you want to work on this? Do you want to make this huge commitment with me? And she was like, like, what? To me, a virtual stranger? (laughs) Yeah, seriously. She was like, would you want to work on something? And I was like, yeah, yeah, like what? Someone's asking me to work on something? And then you mentioned, like, we should do, like, an all-nighter. It's like, we should, like, work for 12 hours straight. And I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. No one's asking me to do this. It was really cool. Yeah, it was a lot of Being fun. asked was really yeah, cool. cool. Yeah, you are like, wow, this is cool. Yeah. yeah. Someone's asking me to do something yeah. with them. Yeah, I was so excited. I was so excited, too, because, like, we just had really good chemistry off the top. And generally, that's just, like, I, I kind of just, like, for collaborations, I generally just go off of instinct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like... I just, like, we did, like, a mini improv scene or something? Yeah, we did. It was, like, I was interviewing you, but we ended up doing, like, an improv scene. Yeah, yeah. And it was, like, so awkward and funny. And I was just, like, this girl's hilarious. Like, I want to work with her. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's really and you just knew each other just through comedy and whatnot beforehand? Yeah. We didn't really know No, we didn't. Not even really. No. We just kind of met during that interview. Like, yeah. 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 That's, that's, how, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we talked before. No, I don't think so. Thanks for doing my show. And I was like, do you want to work together? (laughs) Every week for the rest of our lives? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. multiple times a week, let's get together. (laughs) Wow. I, uh, I'm very intense. (laughs) I didn't think it was intense, though. I didn't think it was either. I mean, now that we're talking about it, it seems seems very funny. It was wild. But you're just into it, Jordan. Yeah. You're just like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's nice because it's nice to have someone who, like, really likes to work on stuff. Like, Anna Marie is crazy about working on stuff. <laughs> I wish I was like that, you know. So it's, it's really good. Oh, that's amazing. And you guys have enjoyed the podcast, enjoyed working with each other yeah. on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, I think at first it was a lot harder because it was literally our first podcast mm-hmm. and it was like, we kind of hit the ground running. We got really lucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got on a, a iTunes new and noteworthy really early on mm-hmm. and like, which was huge for us, but we were also still figuring out how to yeah. do podcasts yeah. even, and we were just like... And, like, for the first little while, it was hard. Mm -hmm. It was harder, because we were both very nervous, Mm -hmm. and more so than usual, and just, like, very, like, 
We had, like, a script. We had, yeah. like, a notebook, and we would always be like, and what are we... Okay, so... <laughs> what do the notes say? Yeah, yes, and we'd yeah. we like, okay, this is um, another segment. <laughs> and now I just let Anna Maria lead it. And she does great. <laughs> <laughs> so what you've learned is just to sit back it's and just... <laughs> why would I try and fly the plane if I don't have my... The keys on like, me. Yeah, I don't have, you know what? You've got the keys. <laughs> I don't know. I everyone who's everyone I know who's listened to it is always like, you guys have really good banter and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So you definitely talk. You're not a yeah, ghost. I talk. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got the, you've got the, you know, that yeah. magic. That je ne sais quoi. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny on uh, doing my podcast as well. I used to take notes, mm-hmm. like, and I still do. If it's kind of like a professional guest, then right. I'll kind of have talking points, yeah. like very vague. Though I'm not gonna like. I don't want to be looking at my notes every two seconds because I want to be engaged in the conversation. But for sure, it's very funny. If you go on uh, the Bedpost Sex Show YouTube channel and Mm -hmm. watch, like, the episodes that we recorded in studio, um, like, I didn't think, really, that I would be on camera. And therefore, when I'm referring to my notes, like, while the person is talking so covertly that people cannot tell (laughs) when you're doing audio, uh, like, you can fully see me. Like, I think the first episode I read my intro off my iPad because that's what I always yeah. do yeah and then the first one that's on camera like I am reading oh, no. the intro and I'm like I'm so stupid like <laughs> yeah that's awkward I, I definitely remember because we were in the same studio for a bit before yeah. they moved the eggplant picture eggplant picture yeah. in town yeah and uh I definitely remember rewatching the video clips and being like, oh my god, my yeah. face is doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird to watch. It, it is. Also mm-hmm. because, like, when we were in that studio, that's, like, literally when we first started, and yeah. that was, like, super early on, and so, like, like our faces look almost bored, but <laughs> I know what's going on behind our faces, which is just like, oh my god, crap shit, crap shit. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's yeah. It, so it's a learning curve. I mean, it was a learning curve for me too. Like, if you, I'm sure if you listen to the first handful of bed posts, they're just mm-hmm. like, what? What is even? <laughs> what is even happening? And same with like doing the bed post stage show too. Like hosting a stage show, that's a skill mm-hmm. that you yeah. need to hone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I remember at the beginning of that, I was so fucking nervous to do mm-hmm. that. Like I was confident doing other characters mm-hmm. or doing a choreographed dance or a song that I had memorized. But, like, when I had to be on stage and just be myself hosting, I, that was the part I was most nervous about. Yeah, it's really hard. Yep. I still hate hosting. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm it's not horrible. good at it. <laughs> I think the last time I did it, it was for, like, these uh, comics from New York who uh, I, I hosted their show, and I just felt so bad after. Yeah. I was like, you shouldn't have asked me. <laughs> that was, was your dumb. fault. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going to host a show. The show's going to have a weird tone. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. so if just you... know that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get really uncomfortable. I'm yeah. going to make the audience uncomfortable at various points. <laughs> yeah. They're going to walk out with me being like, I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> As they're leaving. Have a good night. Sorry. Have a good night. I'm really, I apologize. Have a good night. It's just horrible, like, especially for a comedy show, because you're supposed to be funny, but then also, like, you have to be, like, professional a little bit, which is the hard part for me. I can't... Yeah, you've got to deliver the the information. You've got to get the show going along, keep the energy up, also be funny. It's, like, it's for sure, like, a hard job. It's hard, yeah. Yeah. Whereas with stand-up, I can just be like, well, I'm going to derail... 
And that's just how it's going to be. <laughs> that's just my set. <laughs> no, no one can say anything about it. They don't, you know, it's not going to affect anybody else. <laughs> okay, so you guys on your podcast talk about dating, mm-hmm. talk about sex, sexy stuff, mm-hmm. and like other life stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are some of your favorite topics that you have hit on? I've liked, like, we talk a lot about, like, communicating and stuff oh, with yeah. your partner, which has been good, because I've kind of also just been in my first relationship since we started the podcast, <gasps> to, amazing. like, now. That's almost, true, yeah. Almost about the same age, like, I was, like, three months in when we started, so it's yeah. kind of been good. I've been, like, learning a lot and applying it a lot in real life, you know? <laughs> I love that. Usually it's, like, you know, uh, any media, it's, like, you are presenting the the education to no. the listener. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's literally, like, the guests come on, yeah, and I'm like, teach oh, you guys hey. shit. <laughs> I'm like, so listen to him? Oh, that okay. makes sense. Oh. And you can hear me, like, some weeks I'm like, oh, gosh, like, I'm so, I'm emotional, I don't know what's going on. And the next week I'm like, actually, I, li- I did that thing it's been good (laughs) is there something specific that you learned that like say about communication maybe just like i've liked that we talk a lot about like giving people space and like Mm -hmm. being your own people Mm. which is a weird thing for me to learn Mm -hmm. yeah i'm a little bit codependent (laughs) (laughs) in my relationships gesturing to anna maria yes of course So, like, uh, do it, like, having your own hobbies separate yeah. from each other mm-hmm. and, like, seeing friends separately yeah. from each other and yeah. just that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is super important. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To have a life outside of the relationship. Yeah. Like, all the shit you do when you're single. Like, keep, yeah. keep doing all that. Yeah. But also, you just have this other person that you hang out with a lot and love a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's been really easy for me so far because uh, I sort of started seeing someone who is in L.A., and so we've been doing, like, we just went on two dates before I left, and then we've been, like, staying in touch and, like, having sexy times and, like, all that stuff, which, like, that was my first time doing, like, Skype sexy times, yeah. which I was like, this is so weird, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> like, it was really fun, but it was also, like, there's so much things that you don't think about that you're like, I have to set this up, like, what's a good angle, like, I can't hear you, okay, I have to play, <laughs> like, I had to play music because my roommates are home, but then I couldn't hear him, but I couldn't keep oh. my headphones on, so oh I just, god. like, saw, like, a silent version of him, <laughs> and he would, like, it was weird. <laughs> yeah, it was, I love that that you you skipped phone sex and re- went right to Skype, She's like to Skype full cam girl, girl. <laughs> like cam girl ah, realness, so cam girl, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's been really cool because, like, I mean, I was excited off the bat, and he was like, "This is probably a bad idea, like it won't work out." But I was excited off the bat because I was like, "I'm generally very codependent in romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like a habit of mine mm-hmm. uh, that I'm trying to shake." And so for me, I'm like, "This is the perfect." Like, mm-hmm. w- like, way to establish a relationship with, like, uh, the kind the kind of relationship that I want that I would have a hard time f- doing if I was there with yeah. the person, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It, it literally is forcing you to have your own boundaries, mm-hmm. like, yeah. as far as your lives kind of intertwining and yeah. you having mm-hmm. your, your alone time and your independence and all that kind of stuff, because they are literally not here. Yeah. So it's like... <laughs> Are you um, getting what you want out of it, like, in all the other ways? Like, are you communicating on a regular basis? And, yeah, yeah, and, and that's, all like... that kind of good stuff. Yeah, and that's something that initially, like, he was, like... 
he was really tired when we had, like, our, uh, I was like, let's have a relationship talk. Ah, yeah. <laughs> and he was very tired, um, from, like, working for, like, two days straight for 14 hours each day. <laughs> yeah. And so he wasn't really, like, ready for the conversation, but yeah. we were already in it and having it, and I was crying. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, because he was like, I don't think it'll work, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> and, um, uh, and initially he was like, like, he was like, oh, I thought when you meant, like, you know, we check in with each other's day, that it's, like, a daily thing. And I was like, we can just do it whenever we want. It's not, like, a... It doesn't a, have to be regimented. It's not regimented. Mm-hmm. It's just, I just meant, like, I want to be able to text you and for that not to be a weird thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, now, like, since we've been doing it, like, we more or less, like, text each other every day. Like, mm-hmm. every other day. And, like, that's definitely something that I love is, like, keeping... Like, I text a lot, and I, not a lot of people are, like, into uh-huh. texting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your looking at me, because she's not the most... I'm not the best texter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm but... Just keep texting me. Yes. She's fine. Yeah. I'm just busy. That's fair. Or you don't want to text. Yeah. It's fine. You're, yeah. I refuse to accept that. <laughs> I bad answer. Wrong. I just hate eh. looking at my phone. It's like, I just want to be like, ugh. You know? It yeah. It repulses me. No, yeah, and it, <laughs> I feel physically repulsed. Yeah. I want to vomit when I look at my phone. <laughs> I do, I do. It's horrible. Uh, and, I, like, I'm fine with that. Like, I know that Jordan doesn't, like, text very often, and so when I'm, like, messaging her a bunch, it's not, like, I'm not, like, upset or anything. I'm just yeah. like, oh, I thought of a new thing. I thought of a new thing. Mm-hmm. Or, like, hey, this other thing that I said, like, five messages ago, please look at that. <laughs> it can be a bit, is it overbearing? No, it's a little bit sometimes overwhelming when I'm at work and yeah. I can see my phone blowing up and I can't check it. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, I hope those aren't like really, really important. I'm sure they're important, but I hope they're not like dire. Like time sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, I can't can check that Can you see the last message that I sent? Or you no, just I just, see, like, I can't even, like, I'm not reading them. They're just, like, my phone's, like, oh, sorry, hidden in this little cubby. Oh. I can just see that it's, like... The light going or something. Yeah. Or the buzzing. I should make, like, a separate, like, account for a Facebook that's, like, work Anna, oh, or, no, like, important, or important messages <laughs> no, Anna. No, no, no. no, no <laughs> Stop no, this. This is bad. <laughs> but then, like, if I have really important messages, I'll just send it to you. <laughs> no. no, no, no. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. It's an idea. It's just an idea. Floated it. We didn't like it. We rejected it. It's fine. <laughs> if it's really important, do that thing where you text me and message me at the same time. Okay. Okay, I know. <laughs> So like Facebook Messenger and, and text. text. Okay, yeah, yeah, gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> but so, uh, like, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, like it, it's been good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it's great. Uh, <laughs> have you uh, done a long distance relationship before? No, I'm so I don't think I could. Yeah, I, I don't know. I moved from Saskatchewan could. and I like barely talked to anyone that I knew before. I feel really bad about it, but I just can't like. I can't keep up with people over the like phone. Yeah. I had like a best friend. I just can't I wish I were like the person to I just can't. You yeah. Know? If I'm not gonna see the person, that's really hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I used to like I used to have crushes all the time. When I travel I'd like fall in love with people because I'd be like, I know that we're never gonna have a relationship, so there's no harm in me falling in love right now, you know? <laughs> And then yeah. I can go back to my life because I was also scared of relationships at the time. Uh, I was going to say because that that's kind of counter that can be counterintuitive because some people don't want to get attached because they know they have to leave. Right. So they're going to like pr- put up a wall and protect themselves. Yeah, not, no, not you. No, I was like, well, let's do this now. I mean, by do this, I mean do nothing. <laughs> Stare but at each other. I'll feel something. <laughs> yeah, by me crush on you. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. <laughs> let's do that. And then I'll go home. And yeah. Then, 
carry on, you know. <laughs> carry on with your life. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Yeah, I can't say I've done a long distance relationship. Um, have you, do you have previous, previous experience with long distance? No, this is my first time, but I mean, like, like, I'm trying to think of it, about it, and, like, why I feel like maybe I am, like, more inclined to it. I guess, like, I don't know if this is part of it at all, but, like, I think, like, I used to think that my dad was a phone or something, because, like... (laughs) Wait. Wait, what? Because, like, because during the war, he had to, like live in his country and I would just talk to him on the phone for like six months or something like that and so like yeah that was my first like long distance relationship I guess with my dad and so like I think that like because of that I'm like pretty good at I don't know like keeping connections while people are away over distances that's great yeah yeah wow that's a very that's a great answer. Like, mm-hmm. do you have previous experience with long distance relationships? <laughs> yeah, with my dad. Yeah, like, yeah. wow, that's, yeah. that that's not all, at all what I intended. Oh. That's, that's exactly. It's a relationship that you have a loving relationship that you have to maintain over long distance. Yeah, with your father. Yeah. Oh my god. That's great. I love it. Great answer. Jesus. Okay. Um. Oh no, we got a bit of time before the break. Okay, amazing. Um. Why don't we talk about a little bit about sex? It's you guys are on my show now, mm-hmm. and and we talk about sex on my show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what? Okay. Let's let's do each one of you. Let's maybe start with Jordan because okay. she looks the most nervous. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite thing about sex? What jumps in your mind first? <laughs> Um, probably, like, feeling loved. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> what kinds of things make you feel loved? <laughs> this is so funny for me, just because, like, I, I don't think, Jordan and I have, like, barely talked about sex. Yeah, <laughs> right. No. And when we have, she's like, no, no I don't never I don't know. Huh. <laughs> You're sweating. You okay? Yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> what kinds of things can a person do to make you feel loved? Okay. What's your love language, essentially? How do you receive love? I really like, like, just, like, physical, like, touch, like, even just, like, back rubs and, like, scratches and stuff like that. Aw. And, like, kisses, obviously. Not obviously, and I guess everyone doesn't like that, but I do. Um, um, like when when my boyfriend like initiates things, mm-hmm. that makes me feel. Loved. You feel like desired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do, nice. do you ever initiate? Or oh yeah. It, most, yeah. Most oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when I don't, I'm like, okay, <laughs> good, good. Okay, yeah. It's not just me being a total horn yeah. dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's reciprocated a little. Yeah. Bit. Okay. Good. <laughs> problem is I feel like I can have sex all the time yeah. <laughs> and I, he won't mind this but my boyfriend doesn't he's like not as high of a sex drive as I yeah I that's think. fair yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's that for sure like what are the odds that two people are gonna match up perfectly with mm-hmm. their sex drives I feel like that's a super common thing mm-hmm. for one person to have a higher sex drive than the other person yeah what do you guys do to kind of like figure that out or balance that Be patient. Yeah, Yeah, that's yeah, that's Mm -hmm. fair. Yeah, and like understand that he can't, he can't go 
But, well, I mean, no offense. I hope. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but he's also realized, like, even if he can't do something, that he can do something for me. Oh, exactly. So that's yeah, that's the thing. Like, okay, if if it's, I'm assuming it's a cis male you're talking mm-hmm. about, but it's like, okay, great. You don't, we don't, your penis isn't ready, then mm-hmm. great. <laughs> like, yeah. pe- sex without penises is fantastic and yeah. possibly way better than penis-centric <laughs> sex. Yeah. So, like, fantastic. Like, so that's been good, too. I'm into not doing that, too. <laughs> like, let's grab a toy. Let's, like, just I have... I haven't done anything like that yet. No toys whatsoever? Mm-mm. No? But I vibrator? Be... No, I'm a little, I'm a little late on the blooming side. Okay. <laughs> but what, one day. Do, what do you consider late? Um, I like didn't really have any like sex drive at all until I was like 21. Mm-hmm. I'm 23. I don't think that's late. No? No. It's all subjective too. Yeah. Like everybody... Yeah, I, th- I think that's a thing that people say a lot, um, specifically on my pod. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, I started sex really late. Mm-hmm. And, like, that is... It's always different ages. It's always, right. like, wildly different ages. Yeah. Like, somebody can, be, can feel like they started late because they didn't have sex until they were, like, 17, 18. It's right. like... Okay, well, and yeah. then another person is like, oh, I didn't have sex until I was almost 30. Yeah. I didn't like, you know, or felt sexual desire, felt attraction mm-hmm. to another person. It's like, it's all subjective and yeah. it's all valid journeys. And like, um, you know, no one should ever feel badly that they started quote unquote late mm-hmm. because that's just something that, you know, media has put into our heads. Yeah. You true. know, mm-hmm. and um, it's total bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> It's the patriarch trying to get us to buy shit, (laughs) essentially, Mm -hmm. and tell us we're broken, and here are the things that you can purchase to fix yourself. Yeah, like, well, no, we're not broken. Mm -hmm. We all go at our own pace, and that's that's fucking it, Mm -hmm. you know? So I'm just on the first step of my journey. (laughs) (laughs) Step one. Mm -hmm. 23, eh? Yeah. How old are you, Anna Maria? 28. 28. Very lovely. Mm -hmm. I'm 36. I don't you look, look like, like so tell me so more. much younger. <laughs> Guys, keep talking about it. Um, <laughs> and Anna Maria, how about you? What is one of the your favorite things about sex? Oh, <laughs> it's not so easy, is it? Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I thought, I was like, you thought it was funny a second ago. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I was dying laughing. <laughs> um. Not to be a downer, but, like, I guess it's been, like, kind of more complicated for me recently, like, sex mm-hmm. stuff. So, I think that, I think that maybe my f- favorite thing, though, is, like, like, being in the moment and, like, checking in and, like, uh, this is, like, a bunch of things. Like, being in the moment, checking in, and, like, being okay with, like you know, like, trying to have that no judgment, no shame sort of thing, where it's, like, if we want to stop or take a break, like, that's cool. Like, if if one of us finishes and the other doesn't, like, that's cool, you know? Like, there's no, like, pressure to, like, anything sort mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I recently had some, like, um, uh, like, I remembered some, like, assaults that I had, like, repressed. Mm-hmm. And then in just, like, the last, like, couple months or last month or so and so it's been 
I haven't been able to, like, really, like, with new male partners specifically, like, mm-hmm. I, I can't, like, I have a really hard time having sex. Like, I'm like, mm, stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the guy that I'm seeing, um, that I'm sort of seeing in LA, he's the first guy that I've, like, had sex with, like, in, like, the last few months that I've been able to. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody else, I've been like, stop, mm-hmm. get away, <laughs> like, it's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that sort of thing. So, I, lately, it's just been like, and I thought that that wouldn't happen, because I was like, this stuff happened so long ago, like, it shouldn't matter, but, like, no, it matters, oh, man. boy, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. that stuff doesn't go away, I found out. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, if you haven't dealt with it. You have to, de- <laughs> yeah, oh, I guess I have to deal with it, yes, mm. yeah. And, um, I mean, that's, that's a great thing that you're, if you can communicate about things like that to a new partner, like, hey, these are the things that trigger me, or I don't, I don't even know what might trigger me. Mm -hmm. I'm, I've been struggling with like some PTSD from, you know, past uh, trauma. Mm -hmm. And I might have to say, like, don't touch me, Mm -hmm. you know, And, and like, just to, I mean, that's, that's very brave to be navigating that. And, oh, um, thank you. And I wish you the, uh, the best, the most love. Thank uh, you. Uh, while you're, you know, trying to figure that out for yourself and yeah, and navigate that because it's not easy. Yeah. At all. Weirdly enough, I also had to tell my uh, gyno. I was like, because like there was an like they do the insertion stuff, and I was like, oh, th- by the way, this is super new, so I don't know if I'll have a reaction. <laughs> but like, I know like it's a clinical situation, so I probably won't. But like, and I didn't, so I was like, okay. I mean, that's good to know that it's like. Mm-hmm. Like, that would suck if, like, every time I had to go to the gyno, it was, like, it's painful on top of, like, traumatic. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, nobody hates, nobody likes going, but, yeah, on top of that, if you're, if you're um, dealing with, like, PTSD symptoms, then, God, that would be the most awful experience. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, that's great to know that you're not, you don't have vaginismus, which is, um, which is a condition where you can't accept any penetration. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, yeah, I was talking to someone who has that. Yeah, I have a friend Because we were, like, because well. we were, like, kind of, like, bonding over our, like, past assaults almost, and just, like, because yeah. we're both, like, we're both around the same, like, sort of starting to deal with them around the same time, and being, like, I think stuff happened to me before that I didn't really think about, mm-hmm. or, like, this stuff that happened I, that I do remember. It's almost, like, because she asked me, like, how did you know that I was repressed? And I was, like, well... For me, it wasn't actually, like, I didn't remember and then I remembered. Mm-hmm. It was, like, I'd always had that memory and, it would, like, or certain memories and they'd come back, mm-hmm. but I didn't have any emotional connection to them. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until, like, I connected the emotion to the memory that, like, that's what was repressed was the emotion, not the memory. Because mm-hmm. I always had the, the those, like, memories. It was just, like, I never reacted. Or it was just, like, that's weird, you know, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I was mm-hmm. just, like, that was a, oh, was that, yeah, you know, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, so that, yeah, that's how the, yeah, I don't know what other people mean when they say repressed memory, but that's, like, what, how I experienced it. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, Are you seeing anyone? Like, uh, seeing a counselor or a specialist or anything like that? Um, no. I can't afford it right now, but, uh, yeah, but uh, I would love to. Yeah. (laughs) That would be a joy. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder if you can. I'm. I'm sure there are people on sliding scales that can, that offer services like that. Um, now I'm second guessing that it's called vaginismus. Vaginismus. We can look it up. Yeah. There's because my mom has chronic pain in her genitals, and mm-hmm. I I get that what, her condition mixed up with the one where you actually cannot accept uh, penetration due to like past mm-hmm. trauma. 
Vaginismus. Vaginismus, yeah. Does it say chronic pain or does it say... Involuntary contraction. Okay, no, good. Yeah, I was right. It. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't want to give misinformation. And, uh, yeah, okay, so I'm, I'm glad I got that right. So what does my mom have then? Vulvodynia. Oh. See why I get those mixed up? They're very similar. Yes. Vulvodynia. Very festive. Very. <laughs> very festive. You can put that on a tree. Yeah. <laughs> put that on a tote bag. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but sorry you're dealing with that, and um, yeah, I, I, I also have um, a bunch of friends uh, who happen to be, I'm in sex work, so a lot of friends that happen to be in sex work as well that deal with, are like actively trying to work um, while dealing with like past traumas, and no. it's like, it can be a very difficult, mm-hmm. difficult journey. Yeah, and, that's know, really hard. Yeah, and uh, yeah, power to all the people that... that are just trying to live their live their goddamn lives <laughs> dealing with like past trauma, especially yeah. where sex and sexuality is related. It's like could be very, very layered and a very difficult journey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, true. But there are a lot of great resources out there, and hopefully off air I can give you some. You know, if I have some recommendations, possibly. Awesome. Hope you Thank hopefully. you. Maybe, maybe. Okay. Uh, okay, we're going to uh, go on a super quick break and then come right back with uh, Jordan and Anna Maria from the Fuck Girls Podcast. Bye. Bye. Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, Oasis Aqua Lounge is a water-themed sex club located right here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street. Oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame-free when it comes to pleasure and play. Check them out at their website, oasisaqualounge.com. Unicorn Collaborators is the local leather business of two queer unicorns. They specialize in luxurious and colorful harnesses for all body types, and even craft non-conventional ones for your thigh, fist, or foot. Check them out at their Etsy shop under Unicorn Collaborators. Lovecrafters Toys is a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that makes weird and wonderful dildos in the shape of tentacles, unicorn horns, mermaid tails, and more. Their high-quality silicone is hand-poured right here in Toronto. Check out their Etsy shop at Lovecrafters Toys. ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. Designed by Dallas Dominatrix Mistress Petra Hunter, the Sissy Kit provides all-inclusive training packages designed exclusively for sissies. So whether you're a beginner sissy or a full-blown sissy slut, these kits are perfect for those of you looking to spice up your play. These kits are also a great fit for those of you new to the lifestyle or those of you too nervous to visit a dominatrix. Kits are shipped worldwide with flat rate shipping and purchases are billed and shipped discreetly. To get started, visit thesissykit.com. Hi 
everyone. Welcome back to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host, obviously, Erin Pym. If you happen to be, you know, just fast-forwarding towards the middle of a podcast and need to be reminded about what you're listening to, uh, I'm here with Anna Maria and Jordan from the Fuck Girls Podcast, another great podcast on the Sonar Network. Um, so welcome back, gals. Thank you. Thank you. Gals. Um, so uh, do I, I, either of you into kink by any chance? Anything... Um, kinky in your lives. So I, I'll, I'll start with yeah, this. Okay. <laughs> Just a blank face from Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like I've had like a weird experience with kink where mm-hmm. I was like introduced to it relatively young, mm-hmm. and like I, I think I, I had a partner for like a while mm-hmm. from when I was like nineteen to like my early twenties. And we kind of did everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the, a lot of stuff. Like, yeah. now that I know more about kink, I'm like, oh, there's so much more stuff. There's definitely, we, didn't, we definitely didn't do everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, we tried a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it was just, like, being young and being like, man, what's, what happens if I do this thing? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Experimental. Yeah. And I think I found that I don't like most of the yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I don't know, we tried, like, tying, you know, each yeah. other up, like, oh, like, and it, I think we did this one wrong, but, like, <laughs> this next one wrong, which, uh, because someone told me, like, you're not supposed to use actual hot wax. Yeah. You can, but there's warm wax that you can yeah, use. Yeah, we use, like, actual hot wax. Yeah, that can be... That was like, this hurts! <laughs> yeah, it can oh be. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't like it! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't recommend just plain old hot wax to a beginner, no. <laughs> That's not something I would recommend. We were young! We were stupid! Yeah. We set each other on fire! <laughs> like, playing around, like, a lot of, like, sex in public spaces. Yeah. Like, which, I mean, that is one thing that I definitely still love. Yes. That is, like, definitely, like, a huge turn-on for me. Mm-hmm. Um, a little exhibitionism. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, and then since then, like, I've, you know, been to, like, uh, what are they called? Like, sex houses? <laughs> yeah, sex house. <laughs> what, like, Oasis? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sex club. Sex clubs, yeah. yeah. And, like, for instance, like, I thought that I would be, I always thought I'd be into, like, ever since I was a little girl, I thought I would be into, like, group sex, and I was like, this is gonna be so hot, it's like, I don't know, I just thought it'd be awesome, but doing it, I was like, this is overwhelming! Because, yep. like, there was, like, two couples on either side of me and my part, like, the person I was playing with there, and they were, like, both trying to, like, out-moan each other and out, like, <laughs> like make noises louder than the other person. And I was like, ah, it's so much! <laughs> so, yeah, I kind of, like, I mean, and, like, I feel like I've always been that way in terms of just, like, I've had always had to, like, try things to realize that I don't, even, like, things that are very obvious. Like, when I was little, like, I'd be like, what's hot water, boiling water feel like? <laughs> and I'd just, like, stick my head in boiling water, and my parents would be like, you're so Why stupid. You <laughs> and I'd be like, ow! <laughs> and, like, you know, everyone knows not to touch hot things, but I needed to figure it out. Yeah, you do. You don't, No one can tell you anything. No, no one can tell me anything. <laughs> I will not listen <laughs> to anything anyone says. No, that's that's interesting. That, that's uh, totally valid, like, because some people have a lot of kinks, like, that stay just in fantasy land, like, in their spank bank for mm. masturbation fodder, or, like, you know, seeing, watching porn of it, perhaps, or, like, 
you know, uh, erotic comics, like, or erotica, like, reading and stuff like that. So a lot of it stays, like, in imagination land. And it doesn't work for them to actually be doing the thing, like, Mm -hmm. IRL. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, that's totally true. Like, anything you've been thinking about, like, forever in your head, when you finally do it, you may be like, oh, (laughs) so, okay, it will stay just in my head because Mm -hmm. it didn't, it's not panning out, you know, how I pictured it. It would. Like, I don't enjoy, actually enjoy those sensations, but I like thinking about someone giving those sensations to me mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Who knows? Yeah. But also it's like, yeah, when you do try it, I always, like, recommend to people, like, if you're trying something for the first time, like, try, like, say if, like, you're trying spanking for the first time. Okay, so try it at a bunch of different intensity levels try it like rhythmic, try it kind of like random Mm -hmm. hits, try uh, doing it bare hand, try it with a little paddle, try it with like a hand with a leather glove on it. Like Mm -hmm. try it while somebody's encouraging you, try it while somebody's degrading you, try it while somebody, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Is like pretending they're an alien capturing you and you're, you know, like, Mm -hmm. so try it like with a couple different vibes or energy in the room Mm -hmm. try with a couple different implements and try it with a bunch of different intensities before you like say I don't like spanking you know what I mean because Mm -hmm. it's like okay I could not like the way that person spanks me yeah and it may turn you off on the kink completely and it's Mm -hmm. like no try it like just try it a different way you know Mm -hmm. give it give it a bit of a a college try, as yeah. they say before, <laughs> like throwing it out completely. But yeah. it's totally valid to obviously not like a kink, mm-hmm. you know, and and still call yourself kinky because you like some and don't like the other. Mm-hmm. And yeah, kinky people don't need to like pain, like all the all those kinds of things that again, like we're told mm-hmm. about kink, like oh, you know, you you're, you're not really kinky if dot 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 if you don't like it at the highest intensity the whole time Mm -hmm. it's like fuck (laughs) like who does like it's really rare that people really like high intensity pain that's Mm -hmm. really really rare like and if you had to you know earn that badge to be called kinky fuck that I wouldn't be called kinky Mm -hmm. I'm a professional dominatrix like (laughs) so you know it's pretty high standard yeah yeah (laughs) how about you Jordan kink We did the first question. We can do this one. Yeah, you can do it. <laughs> Got this. Okay, well, um, I think I like the idea of exhibitionism. Yeah. I don't know about if I would ever do it IRL, mm-hmm. but I like the the thought of it. Yeah? Um, Is it like the getting caught thing? No. no. I don't know. The freedom. I'm not sure what it is. I think it's a little bit of that it's bad. Yes, it's mm-hmm. taboo. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like... My boyfriend will, like, just, just like... not. I wouldn't even say push, but just move me around a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which is nice. Forceful, forcefully moving me around. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I love, love that it. has a name. I could see... I could, I could imagine a world where I might like to be tied up, but I've never mm-hmm. tried. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be down the road. And I'm praying my dad isn't listening to this. <laughs> but I think he... I don't think he would. I don't think he probably would be. <laughs> um, what do yeah. you, what do you um, fantasize you being tied with? Like rope or like some handcuffs or another... Probably, I like guess... Necktie. Really thing. No. But something not too hard on my skin. Maybe yeah. like... 
a rope or something. I don't know. I guess I don't really... A silk scarf. Oh, yeah. Maybe a silk. I don't really want it to be painful at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good instinct for a beginner with bondage. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people want to go straight to those metal handcuffs. And it's like, if you have never had anything... Like, metal handcuffs are meant to be rough on right. your wrists. Yeah. So it's oh, just like, true. they're familiar with the metal handcuff. And when they think, I want to be handcuffed... I yeah. need a pair of handcuffs. It's like, right. oh, God. Yeah. Those are, like, so hard on your wrists yeah. and keys. Oh. True. If you misplace that key, you're <laughs> fucked. Yeah. That's and, so scary. And also, I'm just bad with, like, putting keys in locks. Like, I hate getting a key and having to put it in a lock that yeah. I'm not familiar with. Yeah. I'm so bad at it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, dude, get a Velcro, get a nice soft leather cuff yeah. that it, that un undoes mm-hmm. sword undoes, yeah. yeah undoes um uh you know the 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 fasteners with velcro they yeah. just rip on and off like you cannot get out of that to mm-hmm. like you know at all yeah but it's so much easier it's nice and soft on your wrist it's going to keep you right staying put mm-hmm. and you, it's not finicky and all those things so i'm always like and leather cuffs are like 20 bucks like you can get a decent pair of leather mm-hmm. cuffs for like 20 bucks at a sex shop okay yeah well, we'll see what i We'll see. That's I think you know it's far. It's far for me. But we'll just not. imagine you going to uh, your boyfriend and being like, "Okay, so this time it was about kinks." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this week on the podcast, so I, I have to try this out. Not master dirty talk, but let's put that aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's, on that. Shelf, shelf dirty talk and go right to leather handcuffs. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Bondage is fun, though. I always, that's something I've always enjoyed, Mm -hmm. for sure. And I have never once worn a pair of handcuffs, Mm -hmm. like actual metal handcuffs, and I have no desire to Mm -hmm. whatsoever. Like, unless it was, like, a very specific, like, police role play or something where that metal handcuff was, like, integral to the role play. That is the only time I would be putting metal cuffs on somebody or or having them on my own wrist. Mm -hmm. To me, I'm just like, even those stupid... Um, metal handcuffs with the fuzzy yeah. sleeve on it, mm-hmm. you know, like a, a furry handcuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, and no shame to people who are actually using a furry handcuff, <laughs> fine, if that's what you want. To me, I'm just like, oh, but there's so many, so many better products that yeah. you can be using at the same price point. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the furry handcuffs use real fur, which oh, is... Really? Uh, something a lot of people don't realize yeah. too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so check on the package to yeah. make sure if you're like a vegetarian or mm-hmm. just don't want to be wearing fur. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of them have real fur. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it is very weird. Um, so, oh yes, so we should be wrapping up right about now. Why don't you ladies tell uh, the fine folks listening where they can find your pod and perhaps yeah. if you have any individual social medias you would like people to follow. You can find all of my stuff at uh, Uh and it has links to everything. Mm-hmm. For fuck girls, it's uh, you can find our. <laughs> you can look at podcasts on iTunes. Thank you. <laughs> and you can find we have a website, uh, fuckgirlsmanifesto.com, mm-hmm. and um, our Twitter and Instagram are linked there as well. The names are like a little bit different because. We there's a lot of fuck girls stuff. There's a lot of fuck girls around. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) my mom would advise you not to Google fuck girl. (laughs) Good advice, and she would also advise us to change the name. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have anywhere on your personal Um, socials? Yeah, I haven't really updated my website in a while, so I'll just say you can follow me on Twitter at Perry Seven Platypus Seven. 
amazing. And yeah. we'll put all those links um, in in the posts where we post these things. Thanks so, so much for having us. Yeah, awesome. Oh my God. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me on your pod mm-hmm. as well. Um, everyone listen to the Fuff Girls podcast on the Sonar Network. And um, yes, thank you so much, ladies. So the fuck girls had to take off. They had a time-sensitive fuck-girling activity that they had to get up to, so apologies on this slightly shorter episode. Um, But once again, I just wanted to mention that the Fuck Girls podcast, you know, as we said, that it's on the Sonar Network. But something we didn't mention is if you go to the Sonar Network website and you look at uh, a guest that another pod in our network has had, you can see the other pods that they have done in the network and between uh, Bedpost Podcast and the Fuck Girls Podcast there is a bit of crossover so if you like a guest from one pod you can search and see the episode that they have been featured on on the other and same goes with all the other podcasts we're all mostly Toronto-based pods and we're all kind of like related in the comedy community so we actually do have a lot of common guests so that's kind of a cool feature that you can do on the sonarnetwork.com. And as for my regular signing out stuff, I'm going to direct you over to the Patreon one last time. Patreon's doing great lately. Um, I think right now, at the time of recording, my milestone is I've reached $160 per month. So thank you so much for the Patreons for donating. And I'm having a lot of time a lot of fun, uh, a lot of time. I'm having a time uh, making all the Patreon content. It's really great, and I love it. And uh, as far as I know, I'll, all of the Patreons are loving it as well. If you're a GTA resident or can get to Toronto fairly easily, we do the Bedpost Stage Show the third Friday of every month at 8 p.m. at the Social Capital Theatre. And If you love the podcast, you can do a rating and reviewing on any of the podcast apps. That just helps with our uh, visibility, essentially. To, so that other people can see what sex and sexuality pods are worth listening to. Also, there's going to be original music on the podcast. That's by Stephanie Copeland. You can find out the rest of her music at, Steph Lee, at stephcopelandmusic.com. Lastly, you can follow all the Bedpost social media. I've finally got a new Instagram after being deleted for the second time. So the new Bedpost Instagram is at the Bedpost Podcast. As always, you can find us on Facebook at Bedpost Erotica. We also have bedpost.ca, which will direct you to all our socials and more. And if you would like to email me, it's at thebedpostsexshow at gmail.com. So thank you so much once again to Jordan and Anna Marie from the Fuck Girls podcast. Thank you to you for listening, and we will see you next week with another fun, sexy guest here in the studio. So have a great week, everybody. Thanks so much. Bye.